Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. So welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm very grateful you've chosen to put me in your earbuds today. Please do hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything and do leave me a review. I love, love, love reading them and it really helps me get found by other people who need to hear what I share. I'd also love you to email me your mindset and productivity questions or topics you'd love me to cover um, to hello at franexcel.com because I know a lot of you think I'm inside your heads because you tell me all the time. But if I don't know what you need, I can't give it to you. So let me know. What are your secondary gains? So what are your secondary gains for staying in a negative situation or behavior pattern? What are the positive paybacks for your negative situation? You know, if you're really struggling to get out of it, then it's highly likely that there is a secondary gain to you not getting out of it. Make sense? So let's start with what is a secondary gain? What are you banging on about? So is when you have a behavior, a thought pattern, or something that causes a perceived negative emotion that you consciously want to stop, avoid, or get away from, but there is an unconscious gain for staying with that behavior or thought pattern or whatever it is. For example, you moan to friends about a particular situation and they give you sympathy. You perceive the situation you're in to be negative, but by staying there, you get sympathy and validation that you're in the right. Which, let's be honest, we all like to be right, right? And we all like a little bit of sympathy and tea to go with it. So, or here's another example, you're overwhelmed or procrastinating in your business, so you don't take the action towards something that you have a fear around, success, failure, judgment, unconscious. So then the overwhelm and procrastination is rewarded because it stops you from taking the action that would move you towards fear. And the irony is that moving towards it is the quickest way for it to go away. Now, it can even be a, a very physiological response. The mind and the body are a linked system. So in its misguided attempt to keep yourself, um, to keep you safe, your brain can actually cause a physiological change. It could be illness, tiredness, anxiety, or a whole host of potential symptoms. Something that it knows will cause you to not do the thing you want to do. For example, you don't want to go to a networking event that's massively outside your comfort zone. So you feel unwell, have tummy troubles, or those familiar feelings of anxiety bubble up, or something along those lines. And there is a reason that your gut is called your second brain, but that is for another time. <laughs> for all those times where you have to do something important, you don't really want to do it, and then all of a sudden you have tummy troubles. <laughs> it also shows up in all the, I'll do X once Y happens moments too. You have a reason to not do Y, because then you won't have any more excuses to not do X. Yeah. 
So for example, I'll, I will start going live in my group once I have a certain number of people in there. Then you sabotage your efforts to grow your group because actually you have a fear around being visible and a fear or anxiety around going live itself. So by not growing your group, you don't have to go live, you see? So essentially, secondary gains are all the benefits you get, unconscious benefits that you get from not solving the problem that you say you want to solve. Yeah? It's positive payback for saying staying stuck that gets consistently reinforced. It's often associated with illness, pain, anxiety in medical studies. Um, if you Google secondary gains uh, medical studies, there's a ton of information on it. But, ugh, our minds can be confusing, right? <laughs> so it allows you to make all the excuses that stop you moving forwards. And then you wonder why you're so stuck. <laughs> so are you starting to see any areas where you might be doing this? This is something that we all do and something that we all have within us. There is no shame in it. There is nothing wrong with you for doing this. You are not manipulative. Well, your unconscious is trying to manipulate you, but <laughs> that's by the by. However, once you can identify the patterns and the secondary gains, it becomes conscious. You can't unknow it. And if you've been following me for a while, you know that's where the fun happens. You know, it means you can consciously catch yourself in these thought processes and choose to do something about it. And the reality is, as much as we say we want change, as we know, change is uncomfortable. It's scary. It's venturing into the unknown. The uncertain is outside your comfort zones. Yeah? It's more comfortable in our known discomfort than the unknown discomfort of the change itself. Yeah? So have a think about all those times you're doing or not doing something where other people, and often you, can see exactly the obvious way around it, but you just aren't doing the things that will get you to the other side. Ask yourself what your secondary gain is. It's something that comes up time and time and time again with my clients. People come to me when they know what to do, but they're not doing it because there's so much going on in your unconscious, right? How are you supposed to see that by yourself? Asking yourself the right questions and listening to every single one of my podcasts will help. <laughs> but you've also got to watch out for victim or martyr mentality because it will absolutely keep you stuck because you can see where the positive payback might be from both. The validation that you get with both of those, you know, the martyr, that person that stays working at their desk till 10 p.m. They don't have to, but they get to tell everyone they're doing it. Oh, so fun. <laughs> it's difficult because you'll get a fulfillment of some need, an avoidance of something, permission to not do something you know will move you forwards, getting what you want, connection from others not having to connect with others. There are tons of secondary gains that can hide under the surface that need to be identified. All the reasons where we might actually unconsciously, usually most of the time, 99% of the time, we unconsciously want to stay right where we are because we are being rewarded for it. Dopamine hits, all of this jazz. We are actively being rewarded for staying stuck.
So we're sending our brains the message that staying there gets us what we want. And that's what reinforces it. So why would you try and get out of it? Yeah? Why would you try and get out of it? If you've told your brain that actually there's more fun to stay where you are than there is to get out of it, more to gain from it, why would you try and get out of it? The next thing I want you to think of is also where are you making the negative element behavior thought pattern a part of your identity? For example, where are you telling yourself you are a certain way and that's just the way it is or it's just the way you are? Do you call yourself a worrier, a procrastinator? You know, do you say like, I am a worrier. Oh, I'm an overthinker. Oh, I'm a procrastinator. Oh, I'm always feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. Think about those languages. Listen to the episodes on language. Do you make the behavior you'd love to change a part of your identity with these I am statements? Think about that. When your brain is always trying to make you right, you can see how this is a massive problem. And can you see that by making something a part of your identity, you're telling yourself it's unchangeable. It's fact. Yeah? Shuts down that problem-solving part of the brain that you need. You know, telling yourself it's unchangeable is bonkers. <laughs> but we all do it. You know, telling yourself that it allows you to make all the excuses that you want so that you don't have to change, whether you, whether you consciously say you want it or not. And the same applies for simply being in a bad mood. What positive payback do you have for staying there? Do you get to sushi roll in the duvet and watch Netflix and not have to deal with the situation? Let's be honest, that's a pretty positive payback when the new season of Stranger Things is out. Guilty pleasure. And if you've been following me for any length of time, you'll know that I believe you have a choice. No, I know you have a choice in how you feel. However, sometimes it really, really feels like you don't. And that's where you need to ask yourself the right questions. What do I gain from this? What am I gaining from this? Once you work that out, then you have the awareness to then be able to do what's right for you. And the last thing to think about is what you might lose when you do or you get what you're working towards what are you telling yourself that means for you in your life there are so many reasons we like to hold on to our excuses our reasons our beliefs that keep us stuck most of which we are completely unaware of consciously and once you are aware of them it's decision time people so if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and changing things for yourself, then book in a free discovery call so we can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, I work with people one-on-one -on -one and through my proactive pants mastermind. So stop waiting for if and when and decide to change things now because you can. And as always, I hope that was helpful. So any questions, just let me know. And as always, I will see you next week. Bye.